Assalamu alaikum brothers and sisters, I'm Sister B and welcome to Islamic Audio Bites and the start of our second book, Women Around the Messenger, written by Muhammad Ali Qudb and it has been translated by Abdul Rafi Adewala Imam. I don't normally read the prefaces or introductions of any of the books that I've read so far, but I will do for this book as it is quite relevant to the main body of the text. Let's read. Page 8. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, the all-compassionate, all-merciful. Introduction. All praise is due to Allah. We praise Him and thank Him. We repent to Him and seek for His forgiveness. We seek refuge from Allah, from the evils of our own souls and from the consequences of our misdeeds. No one can mislead whomever Allah guides and no one can guide whomsoever Allah causes to go astray. We testify that none has the right to be worshipped but Allah alone. He has no partner, he is the dominion and the praise. It is he who gives life and death, and he has power over all things. Exalted and far is he above what they ascribe to him. We equally testify that our leader and model, Muhammad, peace be upon him, is Allah's servant and messenger. Allah sent him with guidance and the religion of truth that he may make it prevail over all other religions and make him erase the effects of the time of ignorance that have become oppressive and widespread. The messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, delivered the message, fulfilled the trust, wished the Ummah well and fought in the way of Allah as it was due. He left us on a brilliant path whose night is as clear as its day. It is only the doomed that can deviate from that path. Peace and blessings be upon him, his family, the companions, and their successors, and all those who rightly follow them, till the day of judgment. Indeed, the first person to believe in Allah as the Lord, and in Muhammad, peace be upon him, as the messenger and prophet, was his wife, Khadija, may Allah be pleased with her. She was the first person to support the messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. She strengthened him, assured him and consoled him. She received the prophet and his message with her big heart. After her, many women embraced Islam, not in compliance with their husband's will or out of tribal solidarity or in obedience to their father's command. Rather, these women, in most cases, embraced Islam independently, out of conviction and in demonstration of their right of choice. If there are men companions, there are also women companions. If there are men around the messenger, there are also women around the messenger. Each of these women played her role in the best possible way and in the noblest way in the arena of faith and sincerity. These women excellently maintain necessary balance between the two segments of humanity, male and female. They stand out as the outstanding models in the history of humanity 
in a way that made them unrivaled in the history of nations from the time of Adam until Allah inherits the earth and all that is on it. The important and critical aspect in the life of Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, the message that he was carrying, the journey of Islam in its first step and the appearance of the dawn of Islam after the stark darkness in which the entire humanity was living, then needs to be written down for many reasons. One of the diseases of our contemporary age, with all its achievements and setbacks, with its scientific breakthrough and cultural defects, is that the woman has been turned to a doll, or something like a doll, in all the senses of the word. I do not think that I have exaggerated in this. Take, for instance, the advertisement of any product in any of the mass media. The woman is disgustingly, cheaply and flimsily dragged into this advertisement even if the product is just the necktie that men wear. This is in addition to her being used as an instrument of sexual arousal. This is just an example of how the woman has been reduced to a cheap commodity. There are other uncountable examples of this, facilitated through satanic hands. It is unfortunate that this horrible disease has crept into the midst of the Muslims under the guise of cultural interrelation and in total disregard for our purity and distinguishing values and for many other uncountable reasons. It is also astonishing that reawakening Muslims should dedicate a lot of their intellectual and practical efforts to help man develop his intellectual, spiritual and physical qualities while little attention is paid to women. This is in spite of their sure knowledge that the woman is the foundation of family structure and the indispensable factor in putting the children properly on the right path. If the family is endowed with a pious, believing, understanding and hard-working woman, it will produce a strong member of the Islamic Ummah. Is there anyone who can answer this call? Is there anybody paying attention? Is there anybody ready to work? As the mother of the faithful, Khadija, may Allah be pleased with her, was the first person to accept Islam. The first person to be martyred in the way of Allah was also a woman, Sumaya. She was crucified on a wood along with her husband, Yasir, and their son, Amar. May Allah be pleased with all of them. They were persecuted in the way of Allah. They were made to stay in the scorching sun that pierced their bodies as if it was arrows of fire. Their skins were at the same time subjected to lashes like strikes of swords and pierces of spears. They bore all of this with patience, hoping to get reward from Allah. The messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, would pass by them while they were in this state of persecution, and he would tell them sorrowfully and with tears in his eyes, Have glad tidings, the house of Yasir, for paradise is your appointed place. These words from the Prophet, peace be upon him, brought relief and peace to their hearts, making them forget the persecution. While they were in this pitiful situation, 
Abu Jahl passed by and he insulted and rebuked them. To show that he was a worthless man, Sumaya replied by spitting in his face. This enemy of Allah then mercilessly stroked her private parts with a spear he was carrying. She fell down and died as the first martyr among the companions of Allah's messenger, peace be upon him. This noble woman was patient and persevering in the cause of Allah. She was soon joined by her husband in the like manner. As for her youthful son, Amar, he feared death and preferred safety. He was given respite for some time, but he also later died as a martyr. Another exemplary woman is Aisha. May Allah be pleased with her. She grew up in the house of Islam and Iman, and she entered the house of prophethood while still a youth. She was intelligent and full of knowledge. She performed her role in her marital home in a most wonderful way that was full of love and tranquility. She conveyed the knowledge that she had comprehended and memorized. She directed people, taught them, guided them, and gave them wisdom. And she left a legacy that is rare to be found in others among the members of the Prophet, peace be upon him's household. The knowledge she taught formed a substantial part of rules of Islamic jurisprudence and its principles. In addition to her erudition in knowledge and understanding, she was also a lofty model in acts of worship and shunning of worldly materials. She was once asked of the reasons why she applied musk on her money, and she answered, This money falls into Allah's hand before it falls into the hand of the beggar. Though Aisha was never destined to bear a child, she was actually a mother. It was in her house that Urwa ibn Zubair, Amra bint Abdurrahman al-Ansariya, al-Qasim ibn Muhammad ibn Abi Bakr and others were nurtured. These were those who took knowledge from her, drew from her fountain, blossomed and produced the fruits of that knowledge under her generous love. Though the examples of these women are many, we will, by the permission of Allah, discuss about those women who were around Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, or those women whose lives were connected to that of the Prophet, peace be upon him, and played roles in his life. In spite of the fact that we have previously written something on this topic, the past methodology is different from the present in many aspects. Here we will, God willing, discuss about these women in serials and do so within the framework of calling to the path of Allah, drawing therefrom the proper stands that a Muslim must take and defining his responsibilities. This is in order to make these women an example to follow in constructive Islamic resurgence without resorting to any exaggeration. Dear reader, it is with all love and sincerity to Allah, the Exalted, that I am dedicating this book, Women Around the Messenger, peace be upon him, to you, beseeching Allah to accept from me and from every Muslim, male and female, our good deeds. All praise is due to Allah, Lord of all the worlds. Muhammad Ali Qutb That was the end of this introductory episode to Women Around the Messenger. I hope it was of benefit 
And I would urge you to please share this channel with your family and friends and also to subscribe to the YouTube channel where we are now based. At the same time, we also have a website which has got all the episodes thus far uh, set out in various pages and whatnot. The website, as you should know, is islamicaudiobyte.com. Do follow our sparsely filled social media on Facebook and Instagram. I do believe that Twitter has now been removed uh, because we weren't really getting much interaction there. So um, do follow us on YouTube, Facebook and Instagram. That is all for today. I hope your day is full of goodness. Assalamu alaikum.